Right, so, how would you define a maverick? A maverick? Um, I guess for me, the definition would really be someone who goes against the grain. Okay. And really doesn't follow rules, you know, it kind of uh, beats his own drum beat and just goes on his way. That's, for me, what a maverick is, really. Okay. <laughs> the London School of Economics developed a maverickism scale. So I'm going to give you seven statements and all I need you to do is say true, false or you can't decide. Alright. People tell me that I'm a maverick. No. <laughs> I have a knack for getting things right when least expected. Yes. I have a way of solving problems which is different from other people. Definitely. I am much more productive than other people. I have very unusual talents. I think so, yes. <laughs> I am generally underestimated by people. Yes. I do things differently and better than most people when I work. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Why do you do things differently, Alex? Um, I, I think I was actually speaking to my wife about this today. And um, I think most people are all way we were educated, we're really brainwashed into just doing the same old thing. And I was just raised kind of in a way to decide for my, ever since I was younger, to kind of have my own decision to what I think is right. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I never really listened in school to instruction. Okay. <laughs> because, because I believed, okay, do I believe this is right? No, I don't think this is the way I should be. And I would question uh, many things many ways. So okay. that's kind of why I am a certain way like this. Okay. <laughs> Does doing things differently require certain skills? And if so, what are they? Uh, I think the skill is really to try and risk. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think in order to do things differently, it takes risk. Because mm -hmm. not, not, it's not a sure path. The reason most people choose not a different path, but the same path everyone's on, because it's safe. It's mm -hmm. everyone's doing it, and you know how it's going to work out. If I go to school, I get a whatever, I get a job, I work for this corporation, things will work out because it has for Uncle Bob. Okay. But but it's so I think the skill set is really to take the risks and just try. Okay. It's unknown. <laughs> what are the challenges to being a maverick? Uh, the challenges, of course, are failing. That's the number one challenge. Uh, the challenges are also being misunderstood and being looked at like you're a little crazy. So I think that's a big challenge. Okay. What aspects of your character influence your Maverick approach? Character. I don't know, it's hard, it's hard to answer. I think it's just just the ability to dis, to decide for myself, to question. I think to really, I question a lot of things and say, why is it like this? I think just, I'm a very, I don't know if it's right to say, questioning character. I question a lot of things. Okay. <laughs> Do you think your childhood in any way impacted on your being a maverick? Oh, well, like I said to you, I think it's crucial. It's huge. Um... The, the way I was raised is 
is the reason why I am today. Um, so the way my mom raised me, what she did. So what was me. it that she did? Like I said previously, it was allowing me to decide for myself. Yeah, yeah. What I think is right, and to make my own decisions, and to let me fail, to let me, you know, go out on my own when I was young, and to kind of discover the world. Okay. And, and she did it not knowing. It was very naive, kind of like I just, okay, go ahead. So okay. She wasn't that smart, but because she wasn't that smart, uh, it allowed me to do all this and be maverick, as you call it. Okay. Mavericks often have unusual talents. What would you say yours are? Well, um, unusual talents. <laughs> I remember myself. It's kind of, I'm kind of stuck on this one. Can I ask my wife for a lifeline? <laughs> yeah, so she says, uh, I think, ability to see good in people. And in that, I really true, truly believe that we're all able to achieve anything, really. Mm -hmm. It's just about, uh, you know, seeing it. And that's why I'm really kind of, one of my things to do is really to help people see okay. the potential in them. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> How do you see rules? Rules? Yeah. Uh, one of my uh, good friends said, "Rules are meant to be rules are made to be broken. Yeah. Laws are followed." Okay. What do, so, what do you think? So that's what I think. I okay. Think you, we can break the rules, just don't break the laws. Okay. <laughs> Have you always taken a maverick approach to business, or was there a particular trigger, Alex? Um, before, before I had my own business or after I had my own business? Either way. I think, I think it's always been like that, mm -hmm. uh, personally, because, like I said, because of my unconventional kind of way of always thinking and questioning things. So it just, it's really always been, okay, how can we do it differently? Okay. So are you always a maverick or do you choose to be so at times? I don't think I ever think about like even the word maverick or even choosing to be maverick. I just I am what I am. Okay. I so I really just choose to be myself and myself is really choosing to live life and to do businesses I would see fit. Okay. It's kinda of think the the beauty of being an entrepreneur or maverick, whatever you call it, is just ability to choose and know that we have the power to create kind of life as we want to see it and choose our reality with. Okay. What <laughs> are, great. What are the advantages and disadvantages of being a maverick in business? Advantages and disadvantages? Mm -hmm. uh, I think the advantages are is that usually you are, there are not too many competitors. Mm -hmm. So you're usually the leader of the pack. Okay. The disadvantage is, as soon as everybody sees you succeed, they copy you. Okay. <laughs> so you always have to reinvent and disrupt and 
and do something new as well again. Okay. Uh, so that'll be it. Okay. Anything else to that? Any other challenges? Uh, no. no that's, I guess the main disadvantage this is just, like I said, is okay. people copying you. <laughs> and what's the main advantage then? Well, well, like I said, the main advantage is really uh, you're, you're, it's not as crowded. Okay, thank you. You're not as crowded when you're choosing to be a maverick. Has age and experience altered your maverick approach? And if so, how? Any experience? Age and experience. Age. Well, like as you can see, I'm not <laughs> that mature. Okay. Very yeah. young. Okay. <laughs> so I don't have that much experience. Uh, but I'll say it's it's been a benefit to me uh, being very young and not having a lot of experience. Okay. Uh, because it allows me to be, you know, to to not ha- to still believe. Okay. And to and I always always want to choose to be able to believe and not to kind of let my previous experiences taste my new ones. Okay. So I think yeah, the biggest advantage of my age and experience is the lack of it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, what aspects of your life and business are you most and least maverick in? Of your life and business. I'm not maver- maverick of delegation yet. Okay. So that's something I want to get better at is delegating. Okay. And especially in, in scaling and growing businesses, it's very important. And that's in business. Mm-hmm. And in life, it's also knowing when, I guess, because in business, we enjoy it so much that we don't know when to stop. I think. I should be able to better have more free time. Okay, okay. How do you balance being a maverick with home life then? Well, I like you saw my wife there. We work together. Right. Okay. <laughs> which which is amazing. So yeah. we we get to see, we because we have a business together and we're we're very similar. We have. I think that's the best. That's the way we balance. Okay. Okay. We spend a lot of time together. We have fun together. We're both kind of, you say, at least a maverick. We yeah. like, uh, every day is just fun. And we're together. <laughs> it's amazing. Con- congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Is, is any part of being a maverick related to the legacy you want to leave behind? Uh, I guess... Question of legacy, I haven't really thought of it mm-hmm. too much. Okay. Like I said, of my age, <laughs> I'm not thinking about legacy yet. Although, it's a question that's definitely uh, starting to come up more. Okay. Um, as it comes with success, I guess. But, no, I guess not too much, really. Okay, that's, that's fair enough. Not, not, not at the moment. Not at the moment. <laughs> I will watch this space. Yeah. How much of anything, how much of anything of being a maverick is related to give back? To giving back. To give back, yeah. I think giving back is huge. Uh, we've, I think, you know, the way we built our business was entirely on providing value. So I don't look at giving back just as you know you give money to charity or something like that, but you can give back by providing value to 
say, people in the world, mm -hmm. and whether it be they're paying customers or they're not paying customers. So I think it's huge. Okay. I think it's the essence of success and currency and money. It's based on how much you give. Okay. How do your ethics and values impact on you being a maverick, do you think? I think, I think it's, a, it's a pretty big factor. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know how, I guess maybe my definition of ethics and values is a little different. Um, but ethics and values... I guess it doesn't impact. It, now that I get to think about it, I think the real, because like I said, my my ethics and my values are to help other people, to inspire other people, to give back to other people. Yeah. So, and that shapes to what I do in business and in life. So it, it shapes me greatly. Thank you. You've touched on this before, Alex. Mavericks tend to be risk takers. What's the biggest risk you've taken to date in business? I think sending the first payment to our supplier. Okay. So when we first began the business, I think that was the first. I think the first steps you take as an entrepreneur, you know, putting that, let's say that money on the line, or for us it was not even our money it was bank, the bank's money. It was our like line of credit, our credit okay. card, all of our kind of debt we could afford to put into the business. Okay. So that was the biggest risk, really. Okay. And. I think once you do that, you're, you're like, okay, it's not so bad, and you succeed, and it keeps reinforcing itself. Now, the amount of money we put on the line is peanuts compared to what it was at the beginning. Right. But that was, the first risk is the biggest risk. Yeah, thank you. How many ventures have you undertaken in the past five years? Ventures? Ventures or projects, depends. Because I'm interviewing people who have done loads of different businesses, and I'm also interviewing people that have got one company, so then we it's changeable. It's either business ventures or projects, whichever works yeah. for you. Yeah. So for, for us, we're always kind of into venture land, I call it. Okay. But so we're, we have the main business that kind of drives our living and provides us the cash to try new ventures. Okay. Uh, so that's one, that's the main business, which is our e-commerce business, Luxie Hair. Mm -hmm. However, you know, I recently uh, published and launched the 5-Minute Journal with one of my friends, mm -hmm. and that's been a really great side venture that's been really successful. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also, you know, helping my, my wife who's sitting beside me. We, we were publishing a cookbook, mm -hmm. and that was a venture. So there's at least, like, Two ventures a year. We try okay. new ones. So, in, so how many have you done in the past five years? Five years, at least. Five, I'd say five. Okay. So, on the average, like that. What would you consider are the characteristics of a successful venture? Successful venture. I think having fun. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think it's, it's really important. And and then also just the ability to at least 
carry it out to launch. Yeah. I think if you ship, if you deliver something, if you create something, that's already a success. Okay. So, of the ventures that you've said you've done, about five in the last five years, what percentage were successful according to your definition? Seventy percent. Okay. And what did you do personally, Alex, that made those ventures a success? Well, I think the hard work, the, the actually doing it, putting in the time to carry it out. Okay. So I think, yeah, just putting in the work. Okay. Of the percentage that were unsuccessful, what would you consider was the main reason for their failure? I think sometimes being a little too ahead of your time with your ideas. Okay. So sometimes, yeah, being a little too ambitious. Okay. For what is currently available. So it can be, ambitious is great, but sometimes people are just not able, it just can't happen at the moment. Okay. It will, it will happen, but just not now. <laughs> As a maverick, what are you afraid of? I think uh, you're still afraid of being embarrassed, people looking at you a little different. Even though you might, might have a swagger about you not caring, you still care. Mm. You're a human after all. So it's still like you still want to be looked upon you know, okay. by people as you're doing some good. Mm. <laughs> How important is team to you as a maverick? Team? Mm. I think team is the most important mm -hmm. aspect of anything because you can't uh, you can't build anything without having a good team. Mm -hmm. So I think it's huge uh, because if you really have huge dreams and ambitions of what you want to achieve, you have to understand that you'll only be able to do it with a team of people, and it's not going to be just you. So that's going back to my other previous answers. That's why delegation is so big, and knowing how to delegate and scale your team is huge. Yeah. Do you draw on other mavericks in any way? Oh, yeah. You mean, like, actually, like for example, like, masterminding and talking with them and stuff like that? Yes. Definitely. Okay. I'm part of several groups and clubs and stuff like that, or just even friends that we get together every month. Okay. Uh, Kind of, we're also in the same spheres into different industries, and and I think it's so important. I think it makes you feel not as crazy mm -hmm. because there's other people like you mm -hmm. that are maybe as crazy as you mm -hmm. who will also support you and back back up what you want to do, and they also tell you if you're doing something that's stupid. Okay. Uh, so I think that's also other, as you call it, Mavericks would call it what they are to me is when they're able to call me out on my own bullshit and uh, say okay you're slacking or you're not being productive or you said you would do this but you're not doing it um, so but it's huge so okay important. thank you does being a maverick affect your approach to leadership uh, not really I don't think so okay. um, I think you know it's it's not everything there's others there's other sides of it it's okay. not just about all, always being, you know, that persona. Okay. 
Is being a maverick related to creativity? And if so, how? Uh, yes. Now that I think about it, I think why I say yes is going upon once again, my previous answers is that it's really about, I think creativity to me is ability to explore and draw outside of, you know, the within the lines. It's mm -hmm. drawing outside the lines. Yeah. That's what I think really creativity is. And like a part of being a maverick is being able to not follow the path everyone takes mm -hmm. and to really be able to explore. So that's how I connect the two. It's, okay. That's what creativity is. <laughs> Coming back to one of your... Um, interpretations. Is there anyone who's a maverick that inspires you? Of course. Um, there's many, of course, but I'll say one of my biggest ones is Richard Branson, of course. Okay. So to me, he's the biggest maverick and inspiration, especially growing up, mm -hmm. of not only changing the status quo and creating new businesses, mm -hmm. but also into, like you said before, of giving back. Mm and uh, focusing on that in a huge way, and especially social enterprises and social businesses, which is the way of the future. Okay. What motivates you? I think what, what really motivates me is, well, the first life in general. Mm -hmm. I feel, you know, that we're alive, and you have every day. And it's incredible. That motivates me already. If you have the opportunity to do something, that is the biggest motivation you can have, is like, ability to you know you have your health your energy why not so i guess that's the i'll just say that one that's the biggest one just life in general being okay. able being alive my final question what would you like to have been asked that i haven't asked you i ask this question sometimes <laughs> to other people <laughs> um I guess, who's, who's someone in your life that makes all the difference? Who's someone in your life that makes all the difference? Yeah, so, and if I would answer that, yeah, I would say my wife. Oh, I figured that bit out for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you very much. What I'm going to do is I'm going to switch the voice recorder off.